0: Good morning, everyone. Welcome back. It's a Tuesday morning. Some of you may have been left behind that thinking it's Monday or feeling like it's Monday, but uh, let's get stuck into it. We've got a big week ahead and we've only got four days to achieve what we'd normally do in five. So let's crack it out. Today, what we're going to do is we're going to talk about the entrepreneur's mindset. And you may think, well, I'm not an entrepreneur. And I would challenge you on that one. You may be working for someone or you may be in your own business, or you may be starting up something. But I truly believe that, regardless of where you work, you can develop the entrepreneur mindset. I'll define what an entrepreneur is. It's the process of starting a business, typically at a startup phase. Um, you either with an innovative product, maybe a process or a service. Um, the entrepreneur perceives basically opportunities, and they exhibit a bias towards taking. That decision and exploiting that opportunity. But where the entrepreneur does that, maybe in a business or maybe in a startup company, what they do is they exploit all entrepreneurial opportunities across the whole sector, which is design, um, and maybe looking at writing a business plan, um, maybe getting the human and financial resources like staff or, or funding and any other resources available to them. What they do is they pull them in. And ultimately, they're responsible for this venture, this startup, its success or failure. So why are you not an entrepreneur? Everyone is. The success and failure of your life is wholly and solely responsible in your hands. So you are responsible for your level of success and the level of happiness that you're currently experiencing. So the entrepreneur mindset is so appropriate and applicable to every single one of you and that's why I want to explore it because we learn from the great people, the visionaries in this world and without them, we won't move forward. So let's take a leaf out of their book and explore their mind. Now, I'm always in a constant state of review. I'm always looking, I'm analyzing at my past performance, my current environments and also my future potential. What I've noticed is I tend to surround myself with a lot of business owners or entrepreneurs. Now, why is that? Because I've drummed this in time and time again. Your net worth is equally proportionate to your network. It's amazing what's at your fingertips when you reach out and dial into your little black book what they call an iPhone these days. And who is in your network will determine what your level of success that you'll reach up to. So I've dedicated myself and stretched myself to surround myself with great people who are striving to be the best they can be, who are already maybe doing that, and they're playing a bigger game than I I am, and maybe they're already doing what I want to do, and I just go and hang out with them. And the first thing I realized from these great people is they're not afraid to be uncomfortable. Okay, they're not afraid to stretch themselves, um, and they're willing to fail first and fast. So rule number one about the entrepreneur mindset, mindset get uncomfortable. Now, do you think the, the founders of Google or Microsoft or Virgin Airlines, they reached their success quite easily? Did they get there without any hurdles or mistakes or hiccups? Maybe they just had a smooth run and had no challenges whatsoever. I really doubt it. And actually, I know they didn't. I've read all the biographies and I know what they went through and the obstacles that they had to overcome and the challenges that they were met with. They just didn't stop. So I can tell you hand on my heart, they ran into more hurdles than you can ever imagine. And what probably most of them faced were challenges that were bigger than who they were at the time, but they had to grow and they had to stretch to get over it. There was times that they felt like they weren't moving forward. They were stuck in the mud. There were times when they, they were struggling and maybe they got knocked down. But what's the difference between the majority of people and these special, really special entrepreneurs is that they may get knocked down, but they're not out, and they never see themselves out. Okay, it's just that they haven't found that right way to get there yet. So the difference between you and them, technically, there's no difference. It's your mindset. You've got every chance and every opportunity the same as the Zuckerbergs and the Gates and the Richard Bransons and, and every one of these people, you've got the same opportunity, okay? And I can tell you, most entrepreneurs start from a garage. You know, you've seen Steve Jobs. They started in a garage. Bill Gates, the, the, the nerdiest bunch of guys that you would have ever seen starting from a garage. The boys from Google, garage. Maybe I should go and get a bigger garage. <laughs> you know, there's a bit of a pattern happening there. But they all started from nothing. And you've got the same opportunities right before you. What did they do? They focused their beliefs, they worked on their habits, and they develop, developed their skills. Does that sound familiar? Focus on your beliefs, develop your habits, and develop your skills. Now, it was only yesterday that I was speaking to a really good friend of mine, uh, Jessica Gwynn. And she runs a really successful marketing company called Client Kiosk. Um, she's a, uh, a very powerful woman a great entrepreneur. Ida is also in a startup phase in her business but she's making leaps and bounds into that into that sector. I respect her greatly for what she's achieved in such a sh- short period of time and I guess I'm fortunate to know her and to have worked with her to see what she does. And we were chatting the other day we were talking about you know just work and what's going on and different trends and whatnot and you know just in our conversation she said, yeah you yeah, look yesterday was one of those days where I, w- I started work at 8 o'clock in the morning. Next thing I know, I, l- I looked up and it was 12.04 AM. She had not come up for air. You know, She pushed through the whole day. She powered through because why? She was in flow. She didn't know. She wasn't clock watching. She wasn't thinking, oh, you know, is it 5 o'clock yet? Am I out of here? Have I had my hour for lunch yet? No. She probably didn't even stop to eat lunch. You know, She was just driving. Now, I I was with her the week before and I know her schedule. She was away presenting. She was uh, doing back-to-back presentations. And I know she'd gone all out and she would have been drained from that week. Yet she stumped up the next day and did a ridiculously long day. Okay, so she managed to pull something special out of her day when she probably could have felt like going to the beach maybe. So what happens there? What did she find? She found overdrive. And this is what most great entrepreneurs do is the most successful ones and all the ones that I've met, they know where this gear is. They know how to get there and they know how to find it. And see, where most of the population, they're actually going to find excuses and they'll run limiting beliefs or that probably won't even just show up. They'll only call in for a sickie or they'll have an day, extra day off or they'll be you know, tardy in their work and maybe Facebook more than anything else. A true entrepreneur goes straight to a whole new level And they find gears that no one else has ever had. And I've always known this as an athlete. I always had gears that no one else had. I knew I could go places that no one else would dare go to because of my mindset. And that's all it is. But a great entrepreneur needs to know where their overdrive gear is. Okay. So the reason that an entrepreneur can find that gear so easily is one, because they go there so frequently. 2 they thrive in that space. They go into overdrive knowing that they're doing more than everyone else is doing, which means they'll get things other people will never have. Where the majority of people will never, f- they won't even go to that gear. They don't want to hurt. They don't actually want to f- suffer. They don't want to actually want to go through, a li- endure a little bit of pain to get something further. So they'll just back off. They'll quit. Okay. The entrepreneur will always find that and just go, right, now we're there. Now I love there. I love Muhammad Ali. Um, you know, uh, he he was asked once, Muhammad, how many sit-ups do you do? And his reply was, I don't know how many sit-ups I do. I only start counting once it starts to hurt. You know, most people are out there at one and they're looking for just their, whatever their trainer said to do. He doesn't even start until it hurts and then he'll count. Okay. Life begins at the edge of your comfort, zo- comfort zone. Remember that. If you're not hurting, you haven't even started playing yet. Okay. So, Often a lot of people talk about work-life balance and I laugh at that because it's such a buzzword but I'll be honest with you, the entrepreneur knows, he doesn't know or he or she knows no such thing. Starting a new business or a new venture or a new concept, it's like a plane taking off. Okay, we see this massive, um, you know, 747 or A380 just standing on the, on the runway, it takes an awful amount, it's a monumental amount actually of force power and energy to get that plane even moving let alone up in the air there's a mountain of weight there we're trying to make this thing fly but once we it's so the entrepreneur knows that he will use all this energy he or she'll use all this energy to get it up and lift it up and just to get it to take off but then once that plane reaches cruising altitude it requires what less force less power and less energy is required to maintain that okay because it's up at that cruising altitude same with a boat once it's on the plane it does it so much easier it's a lot of work to get there though so this whole thing with work-life balance you know everyone thinks you know i'll just float through i'll take the easy road and i'll i'll climb that mountain but no you won't you won't do anything you'll never achieve anything because you're not putting in the hard yards early Everyone wants to sort of ride around in the limo, but no one wants to do the hard work of washing the limo first. So the majority of people that I speak to, they talk about their goals and their dreams, but they don't want to do anything about it. It's just, yeah, it's nice to talk about. And the worst part with that is they're they're actually almost, they're getting the gratitude and the benefit of talking about what they're going to do. So they don't actually have to go and do it anymore. People talk about work-life balance all the time. I hear it all the time. And they basically just want to get to that cruising altitude and not do any of the hard work, none of the blood, sweat, and tears. I think they're afraid of the hard work. You know, there, there is a lot of hard work. There's a risk. There's a failure point. You're going to fail several times before it gets off the ground. No one wants to do that. Everyone just wants to be the millionaire. Guess what? Work and work hard. You're not going to get there without it. No one just fell into success. They work up and they busted their ass every day. Why would you be any different? I challenge you to take on that hard work because the sweetness of success tastes so much better when you do. So let's build on the analogy of the plane. The hardest thing and most difficult thing about flying a plane is takeoff and landing. It's also the most dangerous. You speak to any pilot, that's the most dangerous time for them. So business is exactly the same and entrepreneurs know this. Okay, furthermore, the pilot, doesn't actually do all the work. Now, that's surprising. Yes, very skilled at what he does, and we call on him when we need to. A lot of the system is automated. Once they're up off the ground, it's on autopilot. Beyond that, the, the pilot, he has a co-pilot, and then he has an aviation team on the ground and one in the tower, and then he relies on all these instruments and satellites and GPSs and relies on all of these extra p- parts to him to getting him and the plane to safety and the cruising destination of wherever it needs to be. He is not the sole person doing everything, okay? He has a team around him. You need to do exactly the same thing. As an entrepreneur, you need to build yourself a great team, okay? Surround yourself with great people who not only empower you and they know the direction that you're going, but they support you in every single step of the way. So it's not easy being in a relationship. It's not easy being married. I can tell you with someone who's got an entrepreneurial mind, it's probably very challenging. A lot of the guys that I've spoken to and even some of the women who have that entrepreneurial mindset, it's um, a real challenge to be with these people because they see the world in a very different way. An entrepreneur sees the world so differently. Steve Jobs, you know, we, we look at him and he was a visionary. He was an amazing man. But at times, he was considered a freak. At times, he was considered a misfit. And there was other times that he was considered or referred to as narcissistic and a bully because he saw the world differently. He saw opportunities that you and I were just blind to. And he was so determined to go and get these it was he would move mountains to make these things happen and to bring these things into fruition and as a result of that we're blessed with the technology and the amazing things that he's created okay and he has been a disruptor in our time but if he didn't have that mindset that wouldn't have happened and we wouldn't be experiencing what we do today the most the reason most people saw steve that way was because they saw the world very differently differently to him So it's much easier to label him as a freak or a misfit because he's weird. He's different. They just didn't see the vision that he had. They didn't have the ability to unlock the new ideas and new insights that he had. So what most people don't know is that extreme people, which is an entrepreneur, combine brilliance and talent with an insane work ethic. and That's what separates them from everyone else. For so many years, I know I've been called from family members right through, you know, I've been called a dreamer where people have always struggled to see my vision and support what I do. And often I get accused of being off with the fairies, dreamer, unrealistic. I don't know. Maybe you've been labeled these as well. Um, And at times, maybe I've been called a little bit odd. Maybe I've been called driven. Um, Most people don't understand why I work the way I do and do what I do. And look, it used to hurt. I'll be really honest. I I took it personally um, and it cut me through to the core because I couldn't understand why people would beat me down like that. But in the back of the mind, I'd always say the one thing and I wouldn't share this with them. I'd keep it to myself and try and be humble at the time and just go, yeah, okay. But I I will share with you that I would have this thought in my head. It just takes one. It just takes one of my lofty, floaty, dreaming ideas to stick And then you'll be the one wishing that you had hung around, wishing that you had have maybe supported me, wishing that, because you'll be the one who wants to ride in a limo then. And that's what I would think about that person at that time. And I'd say, you know, thanks for knocking me down. I'm going to use that as motivation. So let's explore something together. Why do most people start their own business? To make money, right? Wrong. That might be the way the majority of people, they start to make money. But a true entrepreneur, money is just a byproduct. And if you get it right, it's an amazing one. But if you start a business to make money, you're going to lose money hand over fist. The real reason you should start your own business is because you, it's what you love. It's your passion. It's what you're passionate about and you are resilient and tenacious And you believe the world needs this experience. You believe what you're about to create will make a difference in the world. It's at this point, it doesn't matter how many times you get knocked over or how many times you fail or how long it takes to get it off the ground because you do it anyway for free. The money is just a byproduct. If Steve Jobs didn't love being creative, if he didn't love being a visionary, The money came later on. When he was in his garage, it wasn't there. There was nothing there for any of these entrepreneurs. But it comes later as a byproduct. If they were focused on the money, they would have quit in the first month because none came through. Starting your own business requires a lot of time, energy, money, and resources. More often than not, most of it requires that all of these areas all at once and then some. It requires everything out of you, especially energy. If your business idea or concept isn't backed up and motivated by something of a higher value than money, then you're not going to ever feel fulfilled. Let me share one more tip with you, and we've already uncovered this. If you don't know what your values are, you don't stand a chance because they'll never align up with what you're trying to do. So you need to be inspired and you need to be inspiring. See, the definition of inspired is one uh, of extraordinary quality as if arising from some external creative impulse or two, of air or another substance that is breathed in. So inspire equals life. Expire expire equals death. So I once read that if you ever want to live a full and long life, make sure that you ha- every expiration is quickly followed by an inspiration and repeat that as many times as possible. Align your values with your business ideas and your lifestyle choices. It's not only going to help you live abundantly, but it will live a, forf- a life of fulfillment and it will also legal- leave a legacy of inspiration. See, another thing I've learned from reading Richard Branson's book on losing my virginity is that most op- entrepreneurs are quick thinkers, they act decisively. Uh, I remember reading Richard where he had a philosophy in business was if the concept is 50% correct, let's go, let's do it, take action, start now. I will uncover the remaining 50% along the way. And so I adopted that into my own business practices. Entrepreneurs have learned to say yes very quickly. They like to fail fast and they fail early. And they're very decisive and they take that action. But they don't just dip their toe in the water. They actually generally jump in with both feet and take massive action. So you can't take massive action if you're sitting in your comfort zone. You can't take massive action if you're sitting on the lounge flicking through Foxtel. You know, most entrepreneurs are very nimble. They're very active. And very rarely will you find them with their feet firmly fixed side by side, anchored into the ground. You know, look at Richard Branson. He's always jumping out of a plane, flying balloons, flying um, balloons space race. He's always just out there. These guys don't sit there, okay? They're actually, have you ever um, watched a boxer? You know how they're on their toes, they're bouncing, they've got their their feet separated and they've got a real agility look to them? That's an entrepreneur. Okay, why is that? Because that boxer is ready to pounce, that boxer is ready to strike and he's ready to use that momentum from him bouncing up and down to either dodge something that's going to hurt him or strike something that's going to cause him to win okay so that's where a boxer and an uh, entrepreneur is very similar okay they're flexible they're ready to adapt and move in whatever direction they need to move in order to make that decision a successful move when a layperson looks at an entrepreneur in the decision making process i dare not say that the layperson would consider the entrepreneur uh, maybe haphazard probably hasty, flippant, but unbeknown and and to the untrained mind, quite the opposite. The entrepreneur is actually very clever and crafty. They've already drafted an exit strategy. They've got a stop loss in place, and they've also got a contingency plan, almost ensuring their success. So yeah, they take a lot of risks, but they are educated risks. They're calculated risks, and more often than not, they're backed up by a truckload of swagger. Again, Richard Branson, when he started Virgin, he struck a deal with Boeing that said, look, if this goes belly up, you take the planes back. It was a risk-free deal. I'm going to start an airline. Airplanes cost millions and millions and millions of dollars, but you take them back if it doesn't work for me. How cool is that? Risk, but he had a contingency plan. So to the untrained mind, what may seem risky or crazy, the entrepreneur sees as a calculated, well-planned, and carefully structured risk to the point where there's almost no risk. So extreme success will only ever come from taking risks. Let me share one great insight from the great people that I've worked with. Let's say you and one other person have exactly the same business idea. You've got the same skill set, mindset, everything's going for you, right? Um, you went to the same school, same education, everything. But the only difference between you and them is that you are the one carrying the entrepreneur's mindset and they don't. You stand every chance to win and be successful because that other person, when it comes time to act, will be frozen with fear. They will fail to fire. Okay, you will be the only one that pushes through right through to the end, mainly because you took massive action and they didn't take any. Fear is two and a half times more powerful than the reward. So most people are frozen with fear. Most people fail to act. The entrepreneur always acts. They make decisions. They work with yeses and they work with nos. There is no such thing as maybe. They can't work with that. It's indecision. So let's bring it all together. The keys to being a successful entrepreneur is number one, surround yourself with an amazing team. Number two, get uncomfortable. Number three, find that elusive overdrive gear. Four, work hard. Number five, align your values with your business ideas and your lifestyle choices because we all know that the values, if the values are right, the money's going to appear anyway. Number six is take massive action. And number seven is take calculated risks. Guys, Have a great week. Enjoying being on these calls. We've got one more to go this week, okay? We're going to catch up on Thursday for the last call. Um, Looking forward to wrapping it up for the month. Have a great day. Believe in your potential. Now go make it happen.